1: Sorcerer-Wizard powers the engine of science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of subtle fire.
0: This week, Star Trek, the Nepenthe, and Broken Pieces. In
1: the year 2020...
0: Star Trek Finally, shut the fuck up! Okay. I really interrupted you. you yeah. You kept going.
1: I forgot you were going to do it, so that's Okay, there we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because we're, we're, we're giving
1: you quotes from Star Trek today. There's no obscenity there. <laughs> I counted at least three in the episodes we're about to cover. Yeah. Two of them from Agnes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so we are talking about uh, Star Trek Picard today
0: episodes. Um. Seven and, Seven and eight. Seven and eight. Thank you. I'm losing track of numbers. That's Nepenthe. 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 And Broken Pieces. Uh, this is Matt. This is Luke. Welcome to the... Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Rock on. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I guess um, I felt like Nepenthe was our most... With the obscenities notwithstanding, it was the most TNG episode we've gotten so far. Probably because it had half the cast in it. But Yeah, it had
1: the cast. It had the music. <laughs> yeah. It went well. Well... It reminded me a lot, actually, of... So this was, like, the Breather episode, right? Right. And it reminded me of the similar episode after Best of Both Worlds. Family. Yeah.
0: Um, I think they even echoed some shots
1: from that. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah. Um, I heard this elsewhere, but, for example, when they first beam down in Family, they're in the woods and they're greeted by um, Picard's... Grand or not, or his nephew, right? Right. Whereas in this one, they're greeted by Riker's daughter.
1: Oh wow! See, I haven't seen that in a long time.
0: So. <laughs> it's been a long time since I saw it. Like I just I I said, vague vibes. I didn't know it was yeah, going to be. Someone
1: else had to tell
0: me there were actual literal. Oh uh, okay. And uh, leading up to Picard, they there was a thing like, oh, from Star Trek .dot com, like you should watch these ten episodes before watching Picard, and that was one of the ones listed. So okay.
1: They knew what they were getting into. Sorry, I was briefly on that. Like, it starts with him on the chateau growing the wine, like. It's not just because of this episode that that was one worth watching. Yeah. No, it was just like, I guess they, you know, they're like watching Inner
0: light, watch Measure of a Man, watch Family, which they're deliberately echoing in all of these. But um, yeah, I I made a mistake last week. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? I just like generally your life. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean about Picard. (laughs) No, go on. Uh, last week I referenced that uh, Rios had had a fling with Raffi when he had actually had a fling with the doctor. Ah, right. and when I realized I was wrong, I was kind of depressed about that. I was like, it's kind of more awesome if they just let let Raffi have her fling.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Yeah, <laughs> he just stole her whiskey bottle <laughs> and drank it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's good he took it from her, of course, but he was stealing it for himself. Yeah, he did so. Yeah. But I, I caught that little mistake uh, from listening to our own podcast. I was like, wait a minute. No, it's the other way around. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was a little just... Dis- I was like, actually, I, I feel like the way I was wrong should have been the way it went down. <laughs> because, uh, yeah. Um, we definitely get a much weirder doctor in these later episodes now that she's uh, snuffed out Maddox.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we, we do, like, learn about why that happened and stuff and... What? I guess they're trying to redeem her. But... What is O giving her in the mind meld, though? It can't be
0: her memories, because no, it didn't But well, we find happen. out in the next episode. Oh, right. It's, it's the She's ancient, showing her what
1: she saw and she touched the other thing.
0: Ancient right? paranoia coming through. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, yes, that was a question the, the, after episode seven, but not eight. Right, either. see, I watched them both back-to-back. Yeah. I watched I, seven last night and eight this morning. And, and I did them, like, real time, so. Yeah. Fun. A little straighter on eight, I guess. But I want to talk about seven, of course, first. Um... Now we have characters di- uh, to discuss, of course. Which one do you want to go for first? Um, I guess Riker, right? He's the big return. Yeah. Um, it took a little bit for him to get back in the swing because Jonathan Frakes is the director. Yeah. You know, he directed what? Episode he directed three quite and four quite these
1: episodes, yeah. Well, two of them. I think, I think they, oh, okay. they
0: did each. Like, I think I think uh, the way we do them in clumps of two, that's also how they assign the directors. Oh, okay. Cool. So Frakes did three and four, and then he right. appears in this one. And um, he was like. Uh, Frakes was noting that he basically hasn't acted in the last 10 to 15 years yeah I guess the
1: last time he acted would have been like Nemesis
0: yeah yeah because uh, Marina Sertis has still been doing some acting jobs I guess not she does a lot of
1: voice stuff she's in like Mass Effect
0: yeah right. so she was completely on point from the start as right. Patrick Stewart has been because he's been acting the whole time too but uh, Frakes was mentioning it took him a little bit to get into the swing of things but uh, yeah, I think he gave us the full Riker
1: yeah 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 I don't know it's weird that Riker is the one who settled down and is now a family man
0: yeah well um, I'm dorky enough I, I read Star Trek novels so I was reading the Titan ones saying that like, like I don't <laughs> huh saying that like I don't but you haven't read the Titan ones right yeah anyway in the Titan ones it has like him and Troy are on the Titan and they're trying to have their kid and the kid they you know they have to use like special means and all that and right. the kid they have is actually the one that has died in this episode. They talk about, yeah, so you know it was kind of an interesting little dovetail with a novel
1: yeah yeah it who feels does that like anymore? kept a lot of stuff canon yeah, yeah.
0: Novels. I think as long as it doesn't like outright contradict what's in the um, yeah, yeah the the TV shows, they'll, they'll go no. But I mean, with
1: in terms it. of it feels like the show has deliberately oh, paid yeah. attention to them.
0: Well, again, uh, they told you to watch these episodes because they were those were yeah. the episodes. But yeah, even some novel points. The that episode seems to sort of acknowledge what happened on the Titan a little
1: bit. So yeah. I thought that was cool. See, the only the only novel I was thinking of, which I think we both read, was just Dimzadi.
0: I've, I read two. I oh, read two both as well. Nice. I read both of them. The second one's uh, definitely
1: not as good. Yeah, so I like <laughs> the first and it's just nice to finally see like, oh, they got a bit of a happy ending.
0: No, the second one it takes place after generations and is basically the mechanism to get Worf dumped and stuff. So right, you were saying it's a bit of a yeah, depressing yeah. read because Worf just gets shit on, right? <laughs> I mean, he has to in that case, doesn't he? I
1: mean, that is Worf's role.
0: Yeah, in it, television, it, it just- is. It it has the. Uncomfortable scene of him meeting um, Luxana Troy as Troy's betrothed. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> uncomfortable reading, man. <laughs> but it, it definitely did plug in a few things that I guess needed to be plugged in between generations in Deep Space Nine, in, in particular, in the next in First Contact. So, right, You but, know the novels do the glue here, not like Star Wars, where they just threw them out the window. Like but, was was anyone a fan of Wolf Troy anyway? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Parallels is a good episode. Hmm. I'm almost wanting to be a shipper
1: for them because that episode was so good. Uh, yeah I guess I'm a, I'm a shipper mostly because of a novel, so <laughs> it's probably better if it's based on the actual show.
0: Uh, so, uh, uh, Troy, th- that, th- we got Troy on screen. That's, she does her counseling.
1: Yeah, she doesn't, um, doesn't remember the accent she used to do on TV.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> but the character's down. Yeah.
1: There was a little moment when she's talking to Soji where it was like, because she's talking about how her son couldn't be saved because there were no positronic brains anymore. Mm. And I thought like, oh, it almost seemed like she was about the character, where they were going to go was that she hates this girl. Oh, right. There was like a moment where she just had like this real cold... (laughs) But she didn't go they didn't go that way with that. Yeah, I
0: did, yeah. Which I don't it, think would have worked for Trump. No, it's a warm, fuzzy episode, but yeah, I did pick up like, is this about to go south for a second? Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and it didn't. Um I, I thought it was funny and she was like, Oh, we're gonna go talk at the dining room table, like it's your ready room, because you and I have been waiting for the return of the ready room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a ready room. If that's the closest we get, that, that's still cool. <laughs> pizza joint ready ready room. Yeah, yeah, the pizza looks pretty good. Not like
1: Riker's eggs. Do you remember nah. R- Riker's <laughs> eggs? Yeah. <laughs> <He tries> to- <laughs> but- a pizza but he didn't make any marinara sauce that's not a pizza in my book you could have he just um, had the sliced tomatoes you know, the blanque
0: blanque uh, yeah. blanque the white pizza cheesy pizza hey oh. my favourite pizza at the, the the onsen you can't go to because you have tattoos sorry but you could get a pizza there because they have a <laughs> dining room uh, and they have the four cheese pizza no no red sauces of any sort they put honey on it that's cool uh, me and
1: Rob went for like the cheese deluxe thing at Domino's <laughs> about six months ago and it was just like but it's like you know Japanese cheese is weak as hell so yeah. it's just like an inch of cream and no tomatoes. <laughs>
0: it's the worst thing I've ever eaten. You gotta go try the the one with four cheeses and honey sometime. He really bumped the price up. Anyway, I at Rikers Pizza. I looked, it I look nice. For it. I guess so he's know. learned to cook. He's got his. He's got his. Um, he did butter to Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, child acting went pretty solid in this episode. Yeah, she was right. Yeah, she was quite good. <laughs> Um, it took me actually it took me a few minutes to work out if it's a boy or girl. Very androgynous actor.
1: Uh, I pretty much could tell she was a daughter yeah, right But Tomboy, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, fantastic character. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah and also could have been such a shit character, but wasn't. Yeah, yeah, you could have had like another Alexander. Uh, oh my god, here's the bloody precocious child pretending to
0: be a woods warrior. But I
1: I, I wanna I like, know she was nice.
0: I I'd like to see the the sitcom stand with the Rikers now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, it was basically a breather, so not much goes down, I guess. Oh, well, Hugh goes down, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a,
0: honestly, he's had as much screen time in this show as he did in TNG, so whatever. And the actor himself uh, was apparently happy with the closure. But.
1: Apparently, um they got Hugh in, but Maddox was not the original actor.
0: Oh, he was not? Okay, so I was right. I mean, he was, I, like, like,
1: fucking old and beardy and looked like shit, so you couldn't tell anyway. But. Exactly.
0: I was sitting there like, is that the same guy? Because I just watched Measure of a Man. Fucking, right. And... um but, uh, yeah, that's not the same actor. Yeah, a bit oh, of a so, shame. So I was right. You. He was too busy.
1: Yeah. But See, doing what?
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, when, I, when we started, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I was stupid for saying that, but I, I smelled I smelled the but smell they, of they fear. Was, they
1: were so desperate to get Bruce Maddox in, they recast him. Like,
0: <laughs> why? <laughs> well, nobody noticed.
1: Yeah. yeah I, like, I heard it on another podcast.
0: I so. didn't notice till just now. <laughs> um, how many? You just watched it. I... I had my view like a week ago so how, how much music queuing did they do
1: i only noticed it There's like maybe one or two conversations with riker mm. you get some tng theme in there that was all i noticed
0: that had to be the uh the the doc scene that seemed to be a notable riker picard scene yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and but one thing is we really don't need to see them again Unless no. they need harbor again, and then we get to see the full defensive capabilities of Riker's house. That would be fun. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> would have been cool to see a bit more. Maybe. That, okay. Maybe that. That's. I feel f- like we won't this season.
0: No, no. The finale is going to be them doing their last stand on oh, Riker's gosh. house as the Borg cube comes to save them. If I'm right, am I? Is that, is that stupid or okay? That would be pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's episode 10 there. Last stand in Riker's dope house with the board. I guess team. they
1: evacuate everyone from Soji's planet in episode 9. Uh, Where can we go? They go to Riker's planet, have a big battle. Oh, the daughter dies, and then he hates Picard. <laughs> <laughs> but then we I hope it doesn't go that way. Then we end up hanging it. with the Rikers. <laughs> right. Um, are there any other salient points you want to hit on this particular episode I think it was during this episode oh right so they they didn't figure out Agnes yet but Agnes shot herself to try and destroy the thing and right. we found well, out with
0: with, she... with with chems not yeah, yeah, yeah she
1: didn't shoot herself right. say. but that's just also when we find out what's going on with her but like you said we didn't get the answer what's going on with O yet.
0: yeah a lot of vomit and foam yeah <laughs> But, I man, you, especially in America, man, if I have two slices of cake, I'm going to vomit. American <laughs> cake is ridiculous.
1: American cake is just all frosting, right? Yeah. Because I, I like cake more than I like frosting. Okay. So I kind of like that here you can just buy the little, just a bit of sponge cake. No, the cake here is great. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do usually just eat
0: the one piece, but I, I, I would well, eat it. Yeah, I'm one, not a beast. <laughs> yeah, in America, yeah. Man, you eat that much red velvet cake and that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> yep.
1: And, you know nerves and stuff yeah
0: in the corners of my mind
1: The whole mind is broken, Matthew. Yeah. (laughs) Is
0: is cat sci-fi enough for this podcast?
1: Cat? Cats. Oh, I really (laughs) want to see it.
0: (laughs) Maybe we'll have a cheat week. We're going to do cats. (laughs) I I went to see cats in the, I haven't seen the movie, but I did see it. um, A Broadway production in Atlanta, someone gave us free tickets. Right. And we went
1: and we're just like, what the hell is going on? So right. i'm I'm not a fan. It's already what the hell is going on, and then they've given it those visuals. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
0: why I kind of want to put it out there and talk crap about it because I, I already hate it. So it's not right. like it's not <laughs> like it's gonna destroy my. Vision See, of it. The dream would be if I ended up loving it, oh, no, and no, then we no. got to record that podcast. Well, I told you we have one lined up in a few months, uh, on the, along those lines. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> um, anyway, "Broken Pieces" is, is the title. The title of the eighth episode of Picard. Thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's all going on now. Huh? It's all going on now. Stuff's happening. Stuff's so happening, but it was still it was kind of like a
1: treadmill episode. A lot of stuff happening, but we oh, didn't... Stop, yeah, our main crew were just traveling. <laughs> yeah but to everyone else like on the bulk cube a lot of shit was happening mm. yeah i guess there's things going down on the, on the ship as well
0: too um i'm glad to see seven and nine actually has a purpose for being here now <laughs> yeah 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 i mean she was yeah i'm glad it wasn't just a one episode thing. yeah because i was like oh she makes a badass cameo and that's it <laughs> right. I, I, of course she was in this one less but what she did was a much more consequence right yeah, yeah she's Free them Borgs. Stealing a cube, which is pretty cool. I did love Eldor Slicer. You're going to assimilate me now. Because <laughs> she willingly goes full Borg for a few seconds there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I couldn't quite tell. Did all the Borg die? I, that's what I thought at first, but I think they assaulted the assault was repassed and there were like derelict ships left behind right I have a feeling the Borg are
1: still out there in some capacity same with TNG late TNG it was oh, like no, I'm sorry I mean in these the specific Borg on board oh yeah they flushed some of them out to space was that all of them um I'm not sure but they certainly flushed a lot of them out to space yeah so- yeah no I don't <clears throat> think the Borg are like Dunzo's. Yeah. Because they're saying, like, this ship is one which, specifically, this cube broke from the cliff. was conne- Right, because uh, that, that's another thing with
0: Hugh, right? That was the, the next gen. It was not clear if the Borg had all gotten screwed up, but it turned out just this certain group of Borg that right. um, Lore n- became the cult
1: leader for. I don't think Voyager ever, like, beat the Borg, did they? 100%.
0: I you, we've talked about There's before. The Voyager is. questions are the ones I'm yeah. least likely to answer. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> no, I will too. Uh, I'll, I I I I listened to a podcast where they're going to get to Voyager in like two years' time. That's when I'm going to watch Voyager. So I, why right. would I watch it now? I, I'm I'm slated to watch it in <laughs> a few years' time.
1: So. <laughs> um, I mean, after Picard, I'm definitely going to go back and finish rewatching TNG, and I guess then it'll be DS9 and Voyager. Yeah, but, but watch them side by side. Hmm
0: side by side become a, well I guess it is how they were on TV for the most part <laughs> yeah this one yeah like it's like a lot happened but not much seemed to stick in my mind that's not me saying I didn't like this episode I did like watching it but it just kind of like you know bounced around in my brain
1: a bit and didn't stick for whatever reason it was, it was a lot, another very like moving pieces into place episode yeah I guess there's a lot of broken pieces here <laughs> oh, Whoa, wow. oh the titular line to solve this problem I'll have to be Superman 4 the quest for peace <laughs> I, man I wish that line were
0: in the movie <laughs> Yeah, he gets a titular line um, but I definitely um, appreciate the, the the scene with Picard and Soju where sort of like the Data vibe actually comes out for a bit yeah brings a tear to your eye yeah so it's nice to see some day. It is nice that there are now heartwar- a few heartwarming scenes in Picard
1: since uh, the first half of the show is pretty bleak. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he's, he's becoming Picard again. Exactly. Which I, mean, I think they literally say out loud in this episode and <laughs> the one before. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's time for you to be... To solve this problem, I'll have to be Star Trek Picard. They <laughs> <laughs> came pretty close to that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you need to go on one more Star Trek... Picard. <laughs> they, they could get that in there. Yeah. Except they have to proceed to it. Was, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you have kidding. to go on one more Star Trek. Picard. That
1: should have been the line. That basically was the line, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> um, I, just I thought sh- the annoying sister is dead. I'm glad of that. Yeah. <laughs> she was a real lame villain. <laughs>
0: Well, they got they they made her a, at least they gave her a little edge before that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: jettisoning the Borg and and um, well, they also gave her some motivation. Yeah, so she didn't doesn't feel quite such a one dimensional Star Trek villain. Any. Like, oh yeah, not, she feels more <clears throat> like a Star Trek villain than a one dimensional yes. Star Wars villain.
0: Yeah, the opening of uh, episode eight definitely looked like a Lady Gaga video or something.
1: <laughs> it's also um, so Picard has given us like good character stories a good political message of even your enemies are still people And it's one big sci-fi idea is stolen wholesale from Mass Effect what's that I, I, so, I saw a
0: reference to this
1: and I didn't know what they were getting at right, the so. overall plot spoilers if you haven't played the Mass Effect trilogy which uh, our colleague Rob currently is doing <laughs> <laughs> so in Mass Effect the like super villains you're eventually dealing with are this race of like space robots called the Reapers and their purpose is they come back to the galaxy every 50,000 years and destroy all civilizations which are advanced enough to create synthetic life because synthetic life is so dangerous. Uh, and like- that's it. They, they, a forerunner species has left a message behind to say to kill. To th- it's so Mass Effect.
0: Well, it's, like the, uh, it's like the time TNG just straight up ripped off Red Dwarf. do you know what I'm talking about no which one's that it's the one where like a day disappears and they're trying to figure then data Uh, turns out remembers but yeah yeah, yeah. because like Patrick Stewart has been in an interview
1: saying yeah we kind of ripped off an episode of Red Dwarf for that (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty hip (laughs) yep Um, and then yeah Marina Certis was even in Mass Effect (laughs) okay doing your voice work there we go (laughs) connection and also their spaceship looks very Mass Effect and it's like
0: you mentioned that a few weeks ago I I, I made the reference for FTL because I played FTL not Mass Effect but uh, hey I guess there's some Mass Mass Effect uh, fan voice here
1: I guess after Battlestar ended and Firefly ended that was the big new sci-fi franchise. Yeah. I mean, it was primarily a game, not a TV show or yeah. a film,
0: but still. I mean, you could say MCU. That doesn't quite count. It's not right. space
1: opera sci-fi, most of the right, time. Right, right, right. <laughs> but. <clears throat> I, mean, I guess yeah. now Star Trek is the one that's coming back. Yeah. we like fucking a lot of Star Trek shows at the moment. Yeah. Well, at least they're staggering
0: them, so they're not at the same time.
1: Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, I still um, haven't watched Disco, too. Yeah. You're to get to that. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah.
0: But, uh, I definitely see where this, this one has a bit of a novel form, though. Like, it's starting to. Like it's written by a novelist, basically. Yeah, know, yeah. Starting yeah. to really show those stripes. I mean, it feels like chapters.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Even our
0: episodic um, episode five with the Stardust City Rag. Now, now a seven nine back at least t- ties in a little tighter. Right, they were just
1: setting up. And they did find Maddox now, so that she can be in it later.
0: Yeah, they did find Maddox in that, so they yeah. still had things going on, but. Uh, Yeah, so
1: hopefully they... I I think they're going to land it. We'll we'll find out in two weeks, but... (laughs) I feel like they are. I also still feel like this story could have been told in a TNG 2-parter. Yeah, it could have. Oh, just a fucking 45-minute TNG. It almost
0: was. uh, Gambit? Which one's that? That is the one where Picard seems to to be dead, but he's actually um, gone undercover... As a renegade, oh, with, like that smugglers, that one. Ah. and then Riker finds and yeah, he's, he's in with the smugglers. It's archaeological. It's you know, it's a, it's a Picard thing. But uh, Riker finds himself beamed on this ship, and you know, the cliffhangers. Picard's like, I say we kill him. <laughs> 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 so um, it, it it isn't a direct. I mean, it just the whole time watching it. I guess because it's Picard in a not Starfleet setting. Right. Um, this show has made me think about Gambit on several occasions. And he does that stupid French accent. (laughs) I (laughs) I think he doesn't do that in Gambit. Yeah, I don't think he does that in Gambit, but that would have... He he could have, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, I remember it's um, Picard was... He was taking leave to search this thing, and the reports came that he was blasted or vaporized in a bar.
1: Oh, maybe I have but it was actually
0: a transporter gun that got him. So he right. was on the ship of the revels So he basically had to pretend to be a smuggler um, hmm. to to you know not die and to still find his his treasure or whatever it was. I don't remember what they're looking for. They're looking they're looking for the MacGuffin, I guess. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So we'll see if they land in two weeks. I, I think that's I think we picked up most of the pieces of the broken pieces
1: titular. I just like saying titular. I think that's it. Yeah, we got Seven and Elnor on the Borg. They're like the action team. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the ship. They're like action the... Action team. <laughs> I don't know. Chatting team. <laughs> the chatting team. The, the, the talkie Picard team. Yeah, you've got a Starfleet squad on the way. You've got the Romulans on the way. It's all built into conclusion. Again, it has,
0: very much has a novel structure. Yeah. I mean, novel isn't book,
1: right? Yeah. Not original. Because it might be Mass Effect. <laughs> it's very Mass Effect. Commodoro, we discovered, was half Romulan, half Vulcan, which answered my question from the previous episode, which I forgot to bring up, um, because Romulans can't mind meld. Right, that that was a bit of a yeah confusing thing. Um, so,
0: yeah, I that forgot really? the vision. I just remembered the Lady Gaga video scenery. Right, yeah, because <laughs> they,
1: they touch the thing and see the vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What will happen if a synthetic life is about to
0: I, No, no, it looks like Janelle Monae's A Dirty Computer Movie. Have you seen that? No. That, that's a cool one, if you, especially if you like her music at all. Yeah, yeah, have, mm-hmm. have, a, have a look-see to that. And have a look-see for the last two episodes of Star Trek Picard. This has been Matt. This has been Luke. And it took me a second to remember my name. Why do
1: what we don't normally say our that? Do we say our names
0: at the end? Yeah, huh?
1: Because
0: then we say to get the finally fuck out shut of the fuck up sci-fi sanctuary and shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.